Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath, Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. All right, everybody, welcome back to the 26th episode of the Chasing McNaughton Podcast. We're coming to you here from Van Andel Arena, home of the 57th annual Great Lakes Invitational between the Huskies, the Michigan State Spartans, the Fair State Bulldogs, and the Alaska Nanooks. We have a couple of extra hosts today on the podcast. Uh, I'm Kellen Malash. I'm Dylan the Diaz Diaz. I am Matt Cavender. You already know who it is. And I'm Rob Gilreath here trying to try to keep it sane as we come up to you guys from the, the press box here at Van Andel. Yeah, so this is about the time where we need to give all the uh, boomers and millennials listening to our podcast that this has got a Gen Z flair to it. We, <laughs> hope, we are letting Diaz and Kellen wow. run the show here. I hope I can understand any slang that's brought up as an old man <laughs> on the podcast today. So do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help Northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L-I-V-O-N-I-A tech.net. Fibke Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, home of the Hodag. Look online at FibkeDental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain-free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E Dental.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, we'll get started with uh, Kellen's been on the podcast once already for those of you guys that listen regularly. Um, but Diaz, it's your first first yes, time on. So my first you, time. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You know, year, major, all that general stuff. Hello, I'm Dylan the Diaz Diaz. I'm the kid that spells technological, and um, yeah, I really I really like hockey. Um, I'm a third year MIS major, and um, yeah. Oh, How'd you find the Misfits then? Uh, I found the Misfits. Uh, I'm a big sports guy, but never got into hockey. My roommate, shout out Rosario, he's into hockey. And uh, he told me uh, we had a D1 team. And I was like, oh, I'll get into hockey. So uh, we went. My first game was against Notre Dame two years ago. Okay. Uh, we lost two to, one, two to one in overtime, but that was a good game to go to. And I knew, uh, I knew then that the Misfits uh, section was special. Oh, there's Marty scores. Yeah, so that was uh, nice little play there. Pretty wide open rebound for him. So hopefully, uh, we can still talk through the band, but we're not sure. So we'll let Marty Spitesock go off here for a bit before we get talking again. 
It is. It's so catchy. I'm trying to sound like Prince. My favorite thing about the Michigan State fight song is that it ends. Unlike the Michigan fight song, that it's been putting down for years. Yeah. I like the rah 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 part too. It's a nice It's almost like the jump and fight tech fight. It is. It is really hard not to sing along because it is my high school fight song as well. And that was another thing Rob and I discussed. Yeah, apparently it was Matt too. Both use Michigan State fight song. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to LHS instead of MSU, but <laughs> same thing. All righty. Well, the band Michigan State gets another band break here, so we'll let them let them go through this this pop drop. All right, they should be quiet here soon. They're they're, they're using up a couple extra seconds each time. Yeah, they like to dread over it. Yeah, they're they're violating some NCAA rules right there. Probably for sure. So, Kellen Diaz, one of my favorite things that you guys do is like your after game reports that you do. Ah, like, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I I love that, and I'd love if you could give us just a little preview of what. So that's you, like you do that on TikTok, yeah. right? Well, um, no, they do it on they do they they throw it on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, I don't use that anymore either. <laughs> Definitely rocking the old man here. <laughs> no social media Not for the, the most part anymore. Facebook guy still, everybody. <laughs> no, that's yeah. gone too. I, I rarely use that either. <laughs> I, I want you guys to pretend that it was just the end of the last game, and I want you to pretend me and Rob aren't here. And oh, give us, boy. Of course. Give, give us a post game. Yeah, we can All do right. that. All right. Um, we have recorded one already, so technically our second take here. But okay. Um, you know, hey everybody, welcome back. We're here, Van Andel Arena, Huskies, incredible takedown of the Alaska oh, wow. now. Absolutely inspirational. You know, coming down Diaz, they're they're down two to zero after the second. And that that Michigan Tech hockey tweet that says down two after two always hurts. It does. It, it really <laughs> does. I mean, uh, I didn't think Michigan Tech was a third period team, but after today, I really think so. They love to rally back and win it in OT. But uh uh, I was impressed with Austin Swankler today, uh, setting up Ryland Mosley for uh, his two goals and uh, Logan Piello to win it uh, for us and send us to the ship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that a lot of some of us were worried, you know, maybe Swankler comes in, you know, he doesn't get a bunch of ice time. Maybe he's that extra skater tonight. Um, maybe he doesn't have the chemistry with the team. And, you know, I saw right away him on that Mosley line, whether it be, you know, Lori Ryman or they were running Isaac Gordon as that third skater every once in a while. But that line was absolutely buzzing tonight. The chemistry is definitely there, and it's been one game. Yeah, that line is really scary with uh, Austin Swinkler, Ryland Mosley, and Isaac Gordon just taking the puck and uh, whoever's open just take, uh, just ripping that shot. I think, Diaz, for my player of the game, I'm going Ryland Mosley. You know, uh, maybe gifted on the first one, but that shot was very, very nice on the second one. You know, Swinkler with two assists. Logan's always clutch when you need him, too. Yep. Uh, my player of the game is Logan Piedela. He sent, he's, he sent us to the ship, and I can't believe – He's uh he's doing well, man. I mean, his sophomore season, I wasn't here for his sophomore slump, but he's really picking it up, man. It's good to see you, Diaz. All right, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is Van Andel Reno. We're signing out. See you. That was incredible. <laughs> it was really hard not to make comments because I want to bump in, but I, well, well, well done, fellas. Well was, done. That was great. I, I, you both have. Maybe I will have to get at least one social media thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'll send them to you, Rob. Don't worry. You guys, you both got voices for radios and not oh, faces. Thanks. You're both cute. Uh, thank you. So I, I got the Twitter. I just haven't used it since uh, since they killed all the you know oh, we're, we're it being useful. Idea. Yeah, Sparty just stepped oh, on the step on the, the, on the puck right there, pretty bad, and almost fell on his butt. So, oh, Kellen and I are uh, Twitter users. We sure are. It's bad. I believe it's Alan. X now. It's X. Oh, X. You guys not keep up? Please don't sue us. I will never in my life call it that. No, I I still call it. Bring it
I'm I'm glad Mosley didn't get his third because it's a brand new hat and I would have had to have thrown it. Oh, yeah, I also I don't have a hat either, so I would have been really really mad. If, uh, I would have been disappointed if I had to toss it. But this I mean, is a big it, reason I don't wear hats to hockey games unless I know I'm going to be behind the net and it's not going to make it. Yep. <laughs> this hat has hit the ice twice this season and I got it back both times and I I don't know if I want to risk it the third. It's time. a little bit easer to get it back uh, at That's the McGinnis sure is. where That's you sure can just insane. go down. I yeah. think of us that are listening and don't know if there's a hat trick at the McGinnis you need to throw your hat because you can go to the Zamboni entrance and get it right back. Comes right back. Yep. It is, it These is. days they're doing it by the rail five, five, five. You they, don't they even have to go to the Zamboni doors. They'll come to you. Oh, wow. That is like, that's about as close to like in seat delivery as yep. you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. It might be three to nothing, but Paris doesn't, Paris is, Paris is, is, is putting up a fight. Yeah. They're not... they're not rolling over. I give them a lot of credit. And I think that's what I like the most about hockey as opposed to other sports. You're looking at like what the number five team out there against number what? 60, 60. And it, and it, they, they don't look out of place. I, it, whereas like we had a uh, Schultz on from uh, Bemidji a few years ago, you know, the guy we like to ask all the questions to, and he was saying, you know, he doesn't even know who Alabama's playing in week three, but he knows that's going to be a win on the schedule. But you can never count out anybody in hockey, and I think that's oh. just a beautiful thing. Right. And nice. Yeah. We got Mitch. Mitch is on the horn down there. We can hear that familiar voice as, as we listen to him talk. So what do you guys think of the you – and know, we did a little review of the game there, but let's talk about it a little less official. What do you guys actually think of uh, of the of the game for Tech today? I think we started off really slow. I mean, it looked really rusty at the start. It's it's tough watching Tech come off of these couple week breaks. You know, we saw it last year in Allentown, and and they roll over eight to zero. And I think it's not really a team that's that's built for these kind of long breaks. But this year, I, I think I've changed my tune a little bit. I think they're looking a lot better, and then coming back in the third like that it was pretty impressive. Yeah, Allentown was not an enjoyable experience. It was not. There was a lot of things going on with the team at that point that we don't need to rehash. That's true. But, my favorite uh, part about Allentown was wearing a ref jersey the next night. That, if that tells you anything about the hockey. Was, I mean, <laughs> that, I've always wanted to do that, and I'm happy we finally encountered a game where we could. Yep. Yeah, it was. that was good. You know, but I no, just went to a Dick's Sporting Goods, bought a whole bunch of basketball ref jerseys, and oh. everyone loved it. It was a great time. <laughs> Yeah, it's we. Kinda, I feel like we we sque- we squeaked by today for sure. We honestly, I don't think deserve to win the game against Alaska. Yeah, but that's the but, other uh, hockey being a game where the, the better team doesn't always win. It's the most statistically random game you're going to find, and sometimes that's awesome. Sometimes cool. you play three minutes of excellent hockey, and it lands you in the championship game. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what you like. No, I think you kind of look at yeah, hockey's just special like that. You know, you see you see there are games that. There's a score in, in, in 10 seconds. You know, puck yeah. goes down, team team wins the draw, gets into the offensive zone, and there they go, they win. It can, yeah. get, it can get dizzying at times, you know. it's Like, I feel like how quickly we tied up that game from how depressed we were for most of the game was, oh, I was, I was absolutely wild. I, I was dreading having to actually uh, do any form of podcast for the first two periods of the game. You can bring everything up here. We've got it all set up. You want to do a podcast after the game, but the way the game was going for the first two periods, like, what are we going to talk about that uh, is is motivating enough to actually discuss? You know, but yeah. uh, you get uh, you get two quick goals and start your session like that, and then we actually played overtime, yeah. and we didn't let them touch the puck once. One yeah. the draw. And- we actually, I mean, I'm not going to harp on it too long, but we got an exciting three on three overtime. It would, there was, there was a little, there was bit one, like, there was, was one backcourt violation yeah, that should have been called. Yeah, but. I'm a big believer that that should be a penalty. You're yeah. See, get it back over I the up to that because I went to the three ice earlier this year and there is a backcourt violation. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, which is there great. needs to be. Yeah, that, I, that would fix it. If you... now, now that I've seen the way it's developed, I agree with that. I still do enjoy three-on-three as a format. I feel like it's been good for the game, but I do agree that sometimes it just slows the game down way too much. You can tell some teams are just playing for that tie, and it yep. gets a little frustrating. But um, to put all that in the review mirror, um, Diaz, I want to talk about the technological book, okay? Because yeah. in, my, in my day... We used to have the jerseys that had like the president's seal on the shoulder. Yeah, and actually I, I filled remember out that. With. So I would usually just grab someone's shoulder like this and read it out. And now that the jerseys don't have it, you had the most inventive way yeah. around it as possible. And you, you're teaching you're teaching kids literacy in the process. Of so course I, want I, you, I want you to chronicle how this came to be and why you decided to do it. Okay, so I don't remember what game last year, but last year, Justin... Uh, the travel coordinator, he was uh, the technological speller and he was spelling technological off a cowbell. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that wouldn't it be funny if he had a book? So come Duluth, uh, the Hall of Fame game, I didn't tell them I was bringing a book. So I just printed t- technological on two pieces of paper. I was like, this is my book. I'm going to spell technological. And then um, we had the secretary of the Misfits print out a bigger book. I was like, oh, this is perfect. So, oh, big, I'm big s- clean contact. That's what you like. But. So, yeah, I I was always a fan of a book to because you you know you represent a book uh, on learning. So, I'm here to teach everyone how to spell technological. That's great because <laughs> that was always my favorite as well. Because I feel like if it's starting to get a little low, it's time it's time to teach everyone how to spell a, a nice long like what is it eleven letters? Uh, something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I need. We're I need here to book. spell, not to count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And I, I, I love that concept because what I noticed when I would do the technological chant back when I was relevant, um, I would often put so much of my energy into screaming that none of my energy could be used for r- reading and literacy. So <laughs> having the having it having being able to point to the letters as you go, yes, huge. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm screaming out there, I get lightheaded. So thank God I have the book. But yeah. Yeah, that's that is a big reason why I make a point to deliver waters at every game that I go to that the misfits are all yeah. I trade. That that's really important. Because yeah. in Duluth, I was like, Oh, I won't lose my voice. The next day I lost my voice when I went to Walmart oh, for another line of intercepting a puck. I have almost passed out on many occasions from doing that, and that's the big reason I'm a big proponent of hydration now. But Yeah. So do you guys have any uh, more trips planned for the rest of the year? Official trips yet or? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll have Northern, of course, um, and then we're, we're going to get to Lake State. I think it's last weekend of January. Last weekend of there January or uh, second to last weekend of January. I can't okay. remember the date right now. Uh, but that should be pretty good. Um, I think we're going to have a pretty good crew going. Um, definitely better than we had in Bemidji, and we still had 25 in Bemidji. So I'm sure, sure. Our, our kind of magic number is 30 people because that's kind of what we can house and travel the best. You can only drive 10 people per tech van. So uh, 30 is kind of our, our magic number. Oh, that yeah. works well then. That makes sense because you get more than that, and you got to start entertaining the bus, and the bus gets expensive real exactly. fast. Yep. Yeah. Yep, driving a tech van all around the places yeah. is the way to go. Yeah, I want you both to describe the energy at the last Northern game, because I, wow. I was there for the Bowling Green championship game. I had never heard a building erupt like that and bear with you. I was watching it on stream, but on stream, it sounded like it almost hit that level of like electricity. So I want you guys to walk through what it was like to be there and what you were feeling. 
Diaz, I'll let you take this one. You kind of have a better grasp of it because you were wandering doing 50 50. So, yeah, I you was, know how people I was selling 50 50. So, yeah, I heard everyone saying the no, they haven't heard the Mac like that in a while since the the BG uh, championship game. And I, and I was surprised when uh, the first let's go Huskies by our president Kellen over here, it, that place was booming. Like I never heard that before. It was, it really caught me off guard. And um, what goal was it? I think it was, uh, I think it was Isaac Gordon's uh, goal to see, to seal the win for us. That, that place was rocking. Like yep. uh, the roof almost came off that we sealed the win against our rival. I mean, I, so I almost lost my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is that is one thing I would suggest anybody in the Misfits do is invest in a good pair of earplugs. When I was there, I used to have a pair that I keep on my keychain, mm-hmm. and right in my left ear is now my good ear because I hold my cowbell here. So yeah. even with the earplugs, it can get pretty nuts. <laughs> I was revoked of cowbell. Uh, You've lost your cowbell. Did you, did you, did you yeah. go too hard? Yeah, I did. I was in Allentown and. Um, it was during the Michigan and Colgate game, and I was uh, smacking the cowbell too hard. So mm. nobody was in the mood in the tech section to hear Diaz to, on the cowbell. I wanted to efficient. lift the vibe after our eight-zero loss, but no one was in the mood. For it, I but really that's respect okay. that about you. You you try to build people up when they're down, but that that clearly was not the time. I tried. Yeah, I fumbled the bag on that one. I, I sure did. <laughs> no, I will say, Diaz. I don't know if you also have a comment on this, and I don't know what it is about this year. You know, the hockey isn't as good as past years. We've seen at least, you know, in the on the on the box score. But the Mac has been, I would say, attendance is up and volume is up from previous years. And I don't know what's causing that, but it's really exciting to see just, you know, how much the students love loving hockey. I think a lot of it has to do with the experience that you guys are creating there. I think you make it something that people want to be a part of. You guys keep making it interesting for the kids that are on campus. You're doing things that I wouldn't have thought of when I was there. And it's just, I think it's cool to watch you guys oh, nice kick save. build it up and make it your own. And how I think the most oh, beautiful thing about the business is too. that it's a living organization <laughs> that's going to keep evolving, you know? So who we saw, you know, obviously I fall from afar, right? Somebody had a full-blown living room set in the line for the Northern game. Oh, what, you guys know the story yeah, on that one? Know, yeah, we might know those guys. Those might be our friends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. oh, my Michigan State. Uh, uh, yeah, that that was... Uh, if you haven't seen it, watch the fourth goal of the Sparty-Ferris game. That was uh, dirty. <laughs> Here's the here's the replay. I believe that that I believe that that is a superstar X factor in NHL 24. Yeah. Uh, that he activated. He is That's what it's off the backhand is ridiculous. Oh, he is he is facing the back to the goal. Ferris is up on him tight, and he uh just slits around. He beats Stein. On my way to take a shower. That was just disgusting. With a blind shot. Yeah, that was that was good work. Anyways, couch guys or, or living yep, room guys. Couch guys. Right, right. Um, so those are a couple of our buddies, and they actually their entire intention was never leaving, right? So we got there at about <laughs> nine, eight, eight thirty to get on that news broadcast we did with channel six on Friday. Yep. Um, and those guys were there and they told me they weren't leaving. And I thought that was a little crazy, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to judge them for it. And when I came back, I think I got there about one or two with the Diaz. 
um, we came back and there was a, a recliner, a TV, a Wii, a carpet, and a lamp that they had plugged in. I love that. I, yeah, just, I, I, I couldn't understand. And speakers. You can't forget the speakers. Yeah, the, the entire speaker system, like the big boom box, it, they were rocking. So did they did they leave it there for the whole game, or did they even like watch no. the game, or did they just stay and play games for the game instead? No, I think they parked close, and uh, it, it just oh, oh Smarty should have scored they there again too. Kept, uh, they just kept uh, bringing stuff. At first, it was just the uh, <laughs> it was just the recliner and the TV and the Wii. Then someone brought out, uh, brought out their surround sound system. I was like, okay, th this is looking like a living room, and I didn't oh, I didn't expect them to actually make it a living room so here comes a lamp a carpet and other other miscellaneous stuff but yeah they turned it into a living room and they got really comfortable and i thought it was hilarious i like how they brought the rug that really tied the room together yeah i mean uh they were also painting so they wanted people to lie down so it's easier to paint instead of slouching while uh, sitting <laughs> that makes a lot of sense i i love a good recline so yeah at first i thought the carpet was 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 silly but it actually turned out really well with uh spelling technological off people's chest that day Oh, wait, so you mean to tell me like, that's what you mean by painting? Okay, so they weren't like you know out there with their easels. No, 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 no. no, no. So, so you're saying in order to paint their chest, you had like the people that were getting the letters assigned to them were laying on the carpet. Yes, they were. Okay, that is uh, that probably. And that's how I spelled technological that day. I, I think there's a did video you just, out did there. You just run down the line. Is that? Uh, no, I I couldn't. So I just stepped out in the aisle and I started pointing. So I did a, a little bit. I was like, oh no. I forgot my book, and then everyone started ripping off their shirts, and I was like, "Give me a tea," and then so on, so forth. Oh, so they took their shirts off as they're oh, that, yeah, is, I, that is electric. I, I don't love think that. there's a video, but there there's a there's a photo out there I showing love that. Uh, yeah. people. I always, I always like one of my goals that I never got to do when I was the Misfits president is I wanted to get enough people shirtless to spell out Michigan Technological University. I don't think there's enough. Uh, you could stack it, coordinate it, it, coordinate it with that. rows. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of people that come to the games now, though, that are uh, that always like to group up and like yep. uh, and sit uh, in different sections. Your yeah, trouble would be getting the seats. I think it is, is the biggest is the biggest problem. Yeah, because then you're pretty much taking up the three rows. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not doing it, so you can't be in my row. <laughs> <laughs> hey. oh. Just outside. Yeah, Ferris had a decent chance there again. Oh, there oh, it is. Ferris, hey. Nice Four. little four check out of the Bulldogs there. Make sure to keep that in the zone. And then a nice little shot from the top of the circle. Put it right in. When I did see teams continue to fight and not roll over. And this, this is far from over. It's going to be a match. Nah, this, but... this is where the scoring stops. We're at three for the spread. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that was my call yesterday was three for the spread. I think Matt's on four, right? Um, I was on seven. Oh, oh, Paul's on four then. Yeah, I was, I was saying I think this game's going to be seven, too. So I guess the spread at that point will be five. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a nice right. goal by nice goal by Ferris. They haven't, like, they don't, they've not played terrible. No, they really just, haven't. It's, party's it's, just been better. They're a machine, <laughs> and I really got to give a lot of credit to Michigan State's athletic program just in terms of the foresight of hiring Nightingale. He's yeah. gone in there and turned that locker room around. He's used the portal effectively and got some great guys. It seems like they're really buying into his system. They got great chemistry. It's this is a dangerous team, and I'm kind of scared to see him. Oh, 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 oh. As they should have had another one. As I'm that, as that definitely about. should have been. He is so open there on the back yeah, door, and he goes for the pass anyways. Again, yeah, the way these guys move the puck is 
and they just they find the open man and yeah, it's incredible the wide open back door has been pretty bad oh. uh and that's and the thing it's wild because even with a wide open back door i struggle to say ferris has played bad defense no they just have they haven't had the puck much at all it's been all almost all sparty from a puck perspective but yeah and i think exactly what i was talking about on the mini podcast last night where state's got some guys that don't normally get in the lineup that are there today yeah, I think they're looking to get their they're, yeah. they're missing four, I think, is what the, the yeah. actual number is. Oh, are they? Yeah, they've got a bunch of guys at World Juniors, too. I thought it was three, but... Is it three, actually? I think so. And they still... What, a, what an incredible participant. Yeah. Right. They didn't drop 57 years of tradition just because of two guys. Oh, 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 oh come on. Oh, man. See, now, that view you got from up here, you wouldn't have it. Nope. Yeah. You got no questions about what happens during play up here, which is, I think, the best part. This is the first, like, section where Ferris has just looked really, really bad. Real bad. State is just piling on. Stein is just swimming in the net. It, uh, that was a rough sequence. And I, I will say, not get scored on there. Ferris probably had three guys in the crease there. And Stein is seeming to find and a way to, to not only make these kick saves, he's on the ground right now. But this guy is staying present in the crease, being in the top of the crease, square well, into the shooter, too. no stick. And it's very impressive the way he's kind of being able to stood up against this this very potent Michigan State offense with some of the defense maybe breaking down around him. Yeah, we're at about the two-minute mark if, if people want to actually see what we're talking about. And then Sparty just whiffed up a two-on-two here. Yep, they're breaking the other way. Oh, it's a big time. All right. Big blocker save there. Yeah, it's it's been a good game to watch. It's fun to, like Matt was saying here, too, after a how how intense and stressful ours was to just sit here and watch some hockey. Yeah. My favorite way to decompress from a stressful game of hockey is watching a game with two teams that I don't have a horse in. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Are you in the market for insurance? Have your rates for home, auto, boat, or more been increasing way beyond inflation? If so, maybe it's time you spoke with Aaron Piedela and the team at Arcadia Insurance Group, serving Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and more. Who better to serve you than a former Michigan Tech player? For more information, call 866-511-1069 or go to ArcadiaAgency.com. We fund everything a tech hockey guide from listeners like you. You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron-only Zoom chats with coaches and players, instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access, or commercial-free listening, there's a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Yeah, 30, 37 to 13 shots for the minute and 25 to go in the second, though, is not the number you want to see up on the board for your goalie. They are pelting Stein. Well, we got some Ferris zone time here. Oh, yeah, I know some this is like turned into play-by-play, play, but it's, well, it's, been, it's actually been such a fun end of this period. That's the fun of doing this here live, where we're actually around. We can chat about the game down below. Yeah. Um, 
And this is a sick gym. And this thing will, well, we get to, we'll turn a talk over, over Sparty's van, which is literally directly underneath us here in the press box. So it looks it, like their band has got the so they're ready to give it guidance because there's a there's a few like real old folks like you're used to seeing in the state alumni band, but I'm seeing quite a few that look like they're my age and move. So yeah, I think I've noticed today, and maybe most of this year has been all the constant face-offs that come back. Yeah. So we're gonna need someone to explain that to us at some point. Why yeah. they're all they're coming back so often this year? Yeah, because wow. we have a new director of officiating, right? Yeah. We should get him on the pod and try to let's see if we can set huh. him up with like a whiteboard or something and just right. have, like, have him break down, or just grab a couple of set, you know, a couple of little videos and be like, "What? What was actually wrong here? I don't understand. I don't know why you're calling it back, but it happens. It's happened a ton today. And these are at CCHA refs, I believe." Yeah, for, for it. Correct. So these are our normal, one of our normal crews. I don't know where the linesmen came from, but I know the refs for sure are are yeah, normal. They're on, the, they're on the line chart. I'm not familiar with my linesmen, but I, but if you are, I am. I am, I I am not. I will say that. Corny <laughs> as it is, if you say the name, we just might know it. Uh, you guys know a oh, uh, nice pass. You guys know a Jamie Grace, no, or a Logan Hollow, no. All right, then you don't know the linesman. Well, but the shot was worth the shot. <laughs> Now, let me, I want to ask you guys a question because I feel like you bring people on here and you get to ask all the questions. And maybe maybe the listeners want to know a little about Rob Gilreath and Matt Cavendish. Why not? <laughs> well, I'm going to start with you, Matt. I want to know, you know, you've been out of the Misfits for a while now. Um, what is it like looking down at an organization that you kind of were, were at the head of for a little bit? What do you think? is the best thing that the misfits are doing now and what is something that you might want to see improved um i would say the best thing is just how how much it's grown like when i inherited the misfits it was on the verge of dying and i had to lay a lot of building blocks with my eboard to like make kids remember that it was a fun thing to do like it's fun to get out to those games go on those trips and get wild because there was a time when i was there when like kids were sitting at in section l like it was, it was towards the top, but nothing drove me more nuts than seeing kids sitting in section L. Man. Yeah. And now you're hard pressed to find kids sitting anywhere. And that is just absolutely nuts to me. It is so intimidating with the pitch of the Mac. You've got an entire side of kids on you. I could not imagine being an opposing player at the Mac the way you guys do it now. That is a big time improvement. And I recognize that, like, it's not necessarily a feeling of mine. We had to, like, build that up there. Where you guys have taken that, it's inspiring to me. And I would say some changes I would like to see, and this is just me because I was super obnoxious, I like chance almost the entire game. <laughs> yeah, I hate quiet. Yeah, if so, like, if you got, like, if you guys can invent something, because for me, what I brought to the Misfits was we got the puck. I don't know if you guys still do that anymore. No, I don't think we uh, because did. Because that was, that was, we usually only did it when we were up or down by a bunch. But um, I stole it from the West Bromwich Albion, and that's why I cheer for them in the Premier World Championship now because they're not good enough to stay in the Prem. But their fans would always like, they would start, we've got the ball. We've got the ball. Yeah. We've got the ball. We've got the ball. We've lost the ball. So I took that and just applied it to we've got the puck. And it was just a fun way to kill quiet time when we were either destroying or getting destroyed. 
Uh huh. So that was kind of a fun one that I did. So I don't know if you guys can like just think of something, a new chant that like gets your generation of misfits into it. That would be my one critique. Yeah, I love soccer. So we should, we should implement more. Yeah, so the, 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 to, the flags like, getting as big as they are was me uh, because I, 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 I have bought many of those flags. Yeah. I like flags. They're one, awesome. Like, the deliveries from Bob are always very, very <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the the flags are great. I may have a flag that I don't know what I'm going to do with, that I got to figure out how to get rid of. Yeah, because the way the flags got earlier bigger, this year, always had tech flags. That's how it is. Yeah, but we noticed we had a ton of guys from British Columbia. So then, <laughs> how's, how's it going, Dave? Alice has joined the podcast. Everybody. You want? Dave yeah. is saying hello. He's got to go back to calling the game yeah. at some point. Dave, get back there. Absolute guy. <laughs> oh, um, this is the loudest the arena's been. It's for the uh, for the on ice challenge. The on ice tic tac toe challenge. Yeah. We got some good costumes here. You got the Sparty stripes and. This Ronald McDonald. I think I like the leaving the stick strategy that this Ferris student has employed. I should. I don't. I, I think she can move that, faster. That, that, I'm just happy they understand how to tic tac toe. She's moving. I think I'd bring the stick with me. She's got to pick it back up see, and deal with that it. That actually, yeah, that's true. Really she's fumbling. She's also going to the backhand, oh, and I think that's go. a big. I think strategy wise, she's missing something there. Let's we'll get back on yeah. track for just a moment. Oh. I got that British Columbia flag for the suggestion oh. of Zach Kasiak, and then it came up. And it's like, why don't we just do that for everybody? Yeah. And then it oh, just got bigger from it's there. It's awesome. And now it's, I've noticed the flags leaving section L being flown elsewhere, and that fires me up. <laughs> I love that. Oh, uh, that back to the tic tac toe. Great move by Sparty to just completely lock out. Well, she used two. She's, she's a genius. <laughs> Ferris just uh, dropped three X's in a row and is getting, she is, <laughs> she is getting booed by the crowd. Sparty, Sparty himself has fixed things down there. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But no, it's great to see the traditions. I mean, like there's, I've been going to hockey games since I was carried to them as a, as an infant. Right. So I've been able to watch games in the beginning since the late 80s all kinds of stuff has changed and been different throughout the years but it's still an atmosphere that's awesome to watch a game and it's loud it's it's a fun place to be and the misfits are a huge part of that we got the band doing their part everybody's putting into it so it's, it's awesome it's one of my favorite places to watch hockey for a reason and that's not just because i'm a tech fan you know all so right. it's good to see it is just a palpable energy in that building and it is Yep. In no small part because of what you guys do. We love seeing that. All right. So Matt likes the flags, likes the energy. Rob likes the energy. I do have a question for you, though, Rob. You're, you can't bail out on me on this. <laughs> so you've been watching tech hockey a long time, you know, since the 80s, a little while. Um, I want to know from you if you would say that there has been an era of tech hockey. Well, I know tech hockey sucked, right? But if there's been an era of tech hockey that was more – uh, amusing to watch than the area we've been in maybe the past four years while we're coming to these national playoffs. No, these, like these last, the last 10 years here. So when we finally getting, you know, back on the stage, if you will, right. Getting to go, getting to go to actual national tournaments, that kind of stuff has been fun. But as a little kid, just getting to go to the Mac and wander and do whatever during the games. Like, you know, I, I shoot the way I shoot with a hockey puck or the hockey stick because Roy Britz, the equipment manager gave me a stick as a little kid. Right. Gave my little brother the wrong, he gave us both the wrong hand and we refused to trade sticks. So we both shoot the opposite hand that we're supposed to be. 
because Roy Britz gave us sticks that he cut down, you know, for us after the game, you could run back behind everything. It wasn't all closed off. Right. So we were all over the place during games that growing up and, and getting to, you know, be to the games all the time like that was fantastic. It's a different type of, uh, fanship, right? You got the whole going to the skate with the Huskies as a little kid, getting taught how to skate by tech players at skate with the Huskies things. Like one of, I think it's Jeff Stevens. If I look it up, he's probably about the right age. He literally was bringing me around with a, a chair when I was like five or six years old, teaching me how to skate up in Calumet or to skate with the Huskies. That's you know? So that kind of stuff that they got to do growing up there was fantastic. But if I have to narrow down like an actual era of fun, it nothing compares to the last few years of actually being relevant and <laughs> going to <laughs> national ga- national tournament games. Yeah, it's, it's so much better. I think with that said, one of my favorite things about the Misfits is that the traditional line of like a college student section getting born, it starts with the team being good. It starts yeah. with the team being good <laughs> and the fans showing up and the fans making their own traditions. What right. I love about the Misfits and their story in the tech hockey history is they started when tech hockey was terrible and they yeah. went out and had fun anyway. Well, the fun part of that is I, mean, I was at school when Tim started up. I wasn't a part of it. I went to one Misfits meeting in the Wads and was like, this is dumb. And I didn't go to it again. I was never a member of the Misfits, you know, if you will. I was only, I, I stood up in like the top of L at the very top rail is where we always sat and was not in any way affiliated with Tim and Nezzy and those guys down at the bottom. Just wasn't a part of it at all. So it, it slowly but surely took, you know, took on its own. After I think it was Bethlehem the second president. Uh, or who is, is somebody in the middle? I think so. Yeah. So it starts to take off after I'm already gone. Like yeah. I wasn't a part of it for that. So, you know, it's, and, and there's stuff that keeps changing now, right? I mean, you guys keep doing it. You invent new things. You guys do different things and it gets carried on. It grows. It's organic. The team does different things. You know, you see the the stick taps after the win. That's a new thing. You know, that wasn't wasn't a thing until like maybe three or four years ago only. So the this is the growth traditions, but still keeping that core base of of what makes it a tech hockey game is awesome. That's good. That's that's about the answer I expected. But I'm, I'm you know I'm glad to hear that even when tech hockey might not have been awesome there were still plenty of fans grabbing them yeah we used to do the the blue line club used to be allowed to and they're not allowed anymore because of ncaa reg but you used to like get paired up with a hockey player as a blue line club member and like you'd you'd get to know that player you'd send stuff back to their parents talk to their parents that kind of thing so we always had somebody that was our i think it was ice link maybe i'll have to ask my mom dad what the actual name of the program it was that they did but we had a couple of guys that uh, we got to know really well because they were the guys. So we'd, we'd stay after the game, wait for them to come up, talk to them, you know, and kind of, you kind of adopt them almost like a mini family member. Uh, I said, you can't do it anymore. It's an NCAA violation at this point because you give them favoritism and extra benefits to a student compared to other students. But, you know, we'd, we'd do that. That was really kind of neat as a, you know, you're there as a, a little kid. It's already late at night. You're out past your bedtime anyways, but you're staying after the game to wait for your hockey player that knows your family to come up and say hi to you. It was awesome. You know, some of those guys, I they still still know who they are. They come back to the alumni games. You know, my dad knows them, talks to some of them on occasion still. So it's really neat to see. But definitely a thing you not allowed to do anymore. <laughs> definitely not. NCAA, NCAA was not like that. The NCAA says no. So, man, Sparty's loud. Yeah, I'm actually really, I'm impressed and happy with that, actually. I feel like 
this year's state crowd has been yeah. way better it's than much, it was last year. It's better year. than last year, for I mean, sure. And that's again, goes back to the traditional way that a student section builds up is you have success, and the students come and they do their thing. But it just feels like now, I don't know, the state fans feel like their team is worth watching, and it is really adding to this experience. I really love that they've made a point to get out here this year. Yeah, it's not been too bad. We've been going for, what, like half hour here? Let's try to wrap it up for the start of the third that we can get packed up and be ready to go. You guys got anything else you want to chat about? What else you got for us? Um, I don't have anything on the top of my No, give some penalty box questions because I have some of them and I don't know any of the new ones. What are our penalty box questions? I don't so know. That's, that's I was back home about. for which which church we go back home for just now. Uh, whatever was over Thanksgiving, we went back home for that one. Bowling Greens, uh, the Bowling Green series. Yeah. The pandas were interrogating. It looks like the pandas were actually getting some engagement. Oh yeah, no. So the guys who wear the pandas actually just like talk to the dude in the box for basically <laughs> the whole two minutes. Um, and especially that Bowling Green. There was um, one guy that was like, he was full on having a conversation. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that Bowling Green guy, um, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, how the Mac is hard to play in. And he was saying how he absolutely hates looking at Tech on the schedule because he just despises playing in the Mac. <laughs> it's his least favorite arena to play in because it's just so rowdy. It's hard to talk to his teammates, you know, get things going. And then you're getting chirped by the fans. You know, it's tough. Uh, but he said if he had to play anywhere else, he'd play in the Mac. So <laughs> nice. I think that's the best compliment because it's like he hates you guys so much that he wishes he cheer, you cheered for their, his team. <laughs> that's I don't as, as a hockey fan, that's always how I felt about Joe Pavelski. He was always a Red Wing killer. Ah, and, from, he's from uh yeah, he played by me. Yeah, yeah, he's from so Wisconsin. You, you saw him there too. So when you when you drive through his hometown, it says the home of Joe Pavelski. I think it's Plover, Wisconsin, is where he's from. Yeah, just and, just by Stevens Point. Because I hate him so much, I want him on my team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes things uh makes things fun for sure. Yeah, it's it's always good to see those guys engage, and you you, you see them on the on there. They got they got four of them now, I think, right? Yep, we got four of them, and you know it's got. Is it the same guys every time? It is. Yeah, it's okay. the same guys. It's the same dudes who read the rule book to them, um, which is just always I feel like as a player infuriating because you know the rule, and then having this dude in a panda hat open a book that says da rules on it and he reads you what a trip is i feel like it's just humiliating do they read off the actual penalty they've received yes, then they do that's, yep. that's awesome there is nothing better than being a pedantic tech fan <laughs> they have some serious fun those pandas yeah. that's for sure that's good stuff yeah it's been fun to watch i love the pandas well you guys are getting big enough now that you've got like little subcultures even within the misfits it's not just the misfits you've got little you got little chunks and pieces of who does stuff absolutely I, it, you have I the, think it's the so, Kyle fan club. The Kyle the fan Kyle, club. It's getting a little out of hand. Kyle, you know, 12 of them. Uh, there's 12 of them? Yes. Yeah, way too many. Too many. <laughs> what is that one, if you want to explain for anybody else that doesn't know? Yeah, so, um, you know, we all know Kyle Cooper had a great year this year and maybe isn't having the year we thought he would. Um, and there's a very distinct subgroup of the Misfits who are convinced that he is still the best player on the ice. So this most recent antic that I was definitely not behind in any way that i didn't want i didn't not like it it was corny though they took a picture of jesus and oh put, that's what was going on i saw that okay on it so they're you're handing it out at the mac um and then they took one with us to when we went to the berry this was against northern and they were sticking it in the glass at the berry and every time um of course you know the misfits section at the berry is where the northern team warms up um and then tech shoots there twice so while the northern team was warming up they're looking at these pictures of kyle and they like come and check the boards you know 
Uh, one time Blake did his little lap, you know, that all the goalies do. He comes around, gives it a little chuckle. And, you know, I'm sure they got a huge kick out of that, knowing the guys liked it. Nice. Yeah, that makes more sense. We saw that on the stream. I had no idea what was going on. So yep. appreciate the the inside scoop on, on what's actually happening there. Yeah, I, I love that. I, there was there not not to the same degree, but there were subcultures in the Misfits when I was the president. And my favorite was there were some freshmen that just showed up shirtless and spelled out full simp. Yep. And for the rest of the year, they were the full senders. And yep. we always knew that the full senders were going to sign up for all the trips. It was great. Yep. I, I will say my favorite thing, it's not really a subgroup, but it's a thing that Rosario and I do every game. Um, So, you know, we get the flags out early. And these days, uh, Joe's starting, you know, not the top line on the, on the lineup. So what Rosario and I are doing, there's this guy. And, you know, I always go around and say, hey, this guy's starting, you know, just be ready to wave it. And it's the same guy. And he got maybe the starter three or four weeks in a row. And he really did not want to do it, but he know that it, like he's sitting there. So he has to. So my and Rosario's little game that we're playing now is trying to guess who the starters are and, and then give it to that guy. But <laughs> sure, we have to sure. be niche enough. So like, he doesn't know. So I can't give him Michigan every single week, but I've been trying to work in like, uh, you know, like I did the Northwest Territories or, or we'll do Ontario or British Columbia, you know, hoping one of those guys makes it into that starting lineup and, and we can bang him and, and make him wave the flag, even though he doesn't want to. I think so it's Nathan you're trying to give the flag. It very well might be. So do you have a, a favorite of the flags? If you had to name one? Oh, geez. Um, honestly, like if, if we're staying of the of the all the, all the ones you guys have, have yeah right um i think the new ones we got are honestly kind of corny but pretty cool the ones that say like michigan's better half and home of the upers on them yeah <laughs> those are kind of cool um but probably my favorite like state or province or country i really like the british columbia flag and there's no there's no it doesn't surprise me that it gets stolen as much as it does because what a sweet flag Dude, that's exactly why we got it's such first, a cool flag. Well, yeah, we know yeah, that it, it is, is definitely quality. It's like, first of all, noticing we had that many guys, then noticing that that cool that flag is just so dang so cool. cool. Yeah, it's got a lot going on. It's in a good way. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's like that's See, and that's the thing is once the flag started rolling in, I think Rob found out like the ceremonial flag of Wales. That's the one that has like the the Nordic cross on it. Yeah, it's been black and gold. Yep. I was like, that has nothing to do with us, but man, just oh, cool the, the, the black and gold Nordic yeah, cross. This is my favorite when I was that's that's the Cornish flag. Yeah. I think. Well, which has a flag too. I mean it's it's a classic Uper flag for sure. It's common to see. See, I also used to, when I was in the Mets, we had the cold beer flag, but the cold, I had a firm rule that the cold beer flag was to only be waved after wins. I don't know if that's still a thing. Not because, a thing uh, anymore. That's Justin, okay. The cold beer could be had any time. I'm down with those. Justin sure, sure. That one and kind of claimed it as his own. So now uh, my girlfriend sits in the seat where Justin needs to sit. So I'm, I'm deemed it to her every game now. <laughs> All right. Well, we're starting up the third here. So let's we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, anything you guys need at this point or is wish, the wish list pretty good? Wish list is good. You know, we've got a lot of noisemakers. Flags are all set. Um, all right. Need that new Minnesota flag that hasn't been ordered yet, but I'm almost sure it has. Yeah, I think someone picked it up. I don't know who did, but yeah, that's a banger. I saw in the chat someone picked it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if we're going to do anything tomorrow. We'll see, but uh, this will wrap it up for, what did we say, episode? 26. Episode 20, 26 or 27, whichever one we're on. Uh, at, at that GLI here, so I'm gonna kill the recording. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah, well, thanks for coming up, guys. Appreciate it. One minute remaining in the podcast. That should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreoncom guide Patrons that are white level or above receive question priority 
Black Level or above receive access to extra podcast content, including extended versions of every podcast. Patrons at the Gold Level or above receive unfiltered YouTube video of our podcast each week. And then we've got one level above that where you get the raw audio released almost as soon as I can get it up after we record. So you'll be listening here at, you know, 11 o'clock on Monday night. Follow us on Twitter at ChasingMacPod or at Tech Hockey Guide. Uh, you can submit questions through Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. Don't forget to submit to or subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're new to this or you're looking for a new way to do it, please try and use Spotify because that one gets us the most commercial money for any commercials that run on the podcast. If you can't find the podcast, uh, find the podcast on your site of choice, please let us know. We'll make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more people you can reach. So tell your friends. If you give us a five-star rating, Dustin will read the review no matter what you say. So let's get some more ratings. Get us up there. I know dropping the multiple episodes a week should help us get back into the the USA Apple or the USA hockey rankings on uh, uh, Chartable. So that'll be great. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsors, Fibke, Fibke Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, Arcadia Insurance, covering most of the Midwest, including Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, I think Ohio. I got to look on that one. And Livonia Technical Services out of Livonia, Michigan. And finally, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at the thank you been listening to the chasing mcnaughton podcast presented by tech hockey guide covering the michigan tech huskies and the ccha